The following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hit. Yet completely trivial. Football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. And coming to you live on tape on this Saturday, November 25th, 2023. A couple days after Turkey Day. Happy belated Turkey Day to all of you. You heard from me, but my brother who is joining us from South Florida, Eggy South, if you will, uh, did not get to join us, although we got his picks in there. So happy belated Turkey Day to you, sir. How'd everything go on uh, this past Thursday? It was great. I wish we had uh, the best part about like not having Turkey Day at your house is like you don't have to worry about all the mess and the cleanup. Yeah, no clean but up. the worst, yeah. But the worst part is that like you don't get second day leftover Thanksgiving Day, you know, well, you gobbler got, sandwiches. You got to finagle your way into the kitchen to get yourself like a to go bag. Right, you can't let the the people that are hosting the party bogart all the leftovers. But yeah, you got to be a little aggressive. Sure yeah, I mean everybody yeah. who who hosts does that, but you got to finagle it and do a couple dishes in the kitchen or whatever you got to do to get in there and then get yourself a little doggy bag to go. So yeah, you got to fucking hustle, buddy. That's the way it works. Yep, I I fucked up. Yeah, you know, you sit back and you're like, ah, we don't have to clean up. We don't have to do anything. Yeah, you also don't get the fucking after-day goodies, so. Yeah. Yeah, so. Sucks. I mean, what really did suck was all of the games. They, I guess the best one of the bunch was the first one, which was technically over after the first quarter. I mean, at 20-6, to the game was basically done. But that was probably the best of the bunch. Which is crazy because you did not expect that in any way, shape, or form. Well, I could have seen, I think when I, I, I'd have to re-listen to the broadcast, but I think when I was talking about that game, I said, you know, the Packers, I don't know what the hell to do with them. They're one of those teams, just like so many this year in 2023, where you pick them and they lose, and then you don't pick them and they win. Uh, you know, so what What do you do with that? I, I, I have no clue. And so... I picked the Lions, as did you, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, or no, you had the Packers in that one. No, I took the Packers, yeah. Yeah, you took the Packers in that one. I took the Lions. And I think I said, I, and I, again, I have to listen, but I think my point was I'm going to pick the Lions here and they're going to lose. So, And I did put you know a $50 parlay on all of the favorites on Thursday, and I put a $50 tease on all the favorites. And I said, this is your, your Joe sucker favorite bet. And oh, and Detroit fucked. Detroit you. was the Detroit screwed me. Detroit screwed me, and I I wasn't really worried. You know the the parlay. Yeah, sure. I never hit the parlays. I haven't hit them all goddamn year. But the tees, I, I was just like, yeah, okay. They just gotta win, get a win in here. And then at twenty six, you just knew the whole bet was off, right? And then the other games were snooze fests. You know, was there anything that you were able to gleam off of? Any of the games, I would say probably Detroit is definitely error mistake prone. Like Goff is Goff. Uh, well, Go- well Go- Goff is Goff. Yeah, I 
How many other how many other turnovers weren't his fault? How many were or weren't? Were were not. How many of the, how many of the other? I don't even know how many they had all all together. Yeah, uh, oh, I don't know. Well, I, the one was the fumble when he was running for it, and he just got sloppy with it, was holding it out there like the loaf of bread, quote-unquote. Uh, and the other one was the it was a pick six, or was it a fumble six? Three three fumbles lost. Three fumbles lost, right? So the one was just the turnover while he was running. The other one converted into a touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to even remember. Because they marched yeah. down on the first drive, and they got 7 nothing. And oh, then gosh. Goff had three fumbles. I didn't even yeah, it, I didn't even know about the third. I didn't even remember the third one. Yeah, it was brutal. And at seven nothing, Detroit came right back, scored right away. They missed a field goal or missed the extra point, that is. So that made it seven six. And you're like, okay, this will be a good game. You know, I, I think Detroit will be able to overcome everything and probably net a ten point win. But, you know, a little rocky here to start the game. And then before the first quarter's done, it's twenty to six. And you're like, what the hell just happened? And that was it. And, and then as soon as you got that, I, you know, once you go to halftime, knowing that it's like 75 to 78% of the halftime leads convert into wins, you know it was all but over. So, and again, a dog it's crazy. win. 75% of the dogs that cover win outright, and that continued on on Thursday. So. Yeah. It, now I mean, everyone's like, oh, my God, Green Bay, they're the, the – they're going to be. They're the greatest thing. Like they're 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 making a run for the playoffs. Like, <coughs> you know they're well, not easy, brother. Sorry, you're not dying. No, on you're not. Time. They're not making a fucking run. They they just got lucky. Like, like yeah, I still. It's just like everyone's fucking high high on their high horse about Dallas. And if you look at who Dallas has beat, they haven't beat a team with a winning record. Uh, no, but. Look, Dallas at its best is a good team. Uh, sorry about that clicking there. That's one of my my uh, drop pads. Um, Dallas is a good team, right? I mean, they've got to do it in a key spot to make you feel really comfortable. But, I, I mean, if you compare Dallas and Detroit, to me, I'd go with Dallas seven times out of ten. Right? I just think... Uh... I would not. I would. I would probably take Detroit. Really, man, mm-hmm. you have that much faith in Goff? Because look, remember, Goff got ran out of Los Angeles, right? I mean, the Rams just sent them because they were like, "We're not going to win with you," so it, it's time to move on. Now he's been better in Detroit, but at his worst in games like Thursday, it just goes to show you again. It's like, yeah, but Goff is just. He's fucking Goff, right? Like, does he have the big game in him? And I'm not saying Prescott does, but I think Prescott's ceiling is higher. Well, yeah, but we're not we're not talking about Prescott versus Goff. We're talking about the Cowboys versus the Lions. No, I agree, but I think that when it comes down to it, if you're comparing the two teams, I, I think it does come down to quarterback. I think the rest is pretty even, right? Uh, I think, I think all in all, I would take Prescott over Goff. I would take Gibbs and Montgomery over Pollard and fill in the blank. Right. I would take 
Leia, I would take because because Saint Brian doesn't play the same position as Lamb, so I no, would but take just Lamb do, over. Just do the one set of wide receivers versus the other. You're doing Lamb and uh, Cooks and um. Holy shit! I forgot his name. Uh, he always was the two, and now he's like the three. Uh, Gallup. Gallup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gallup. So you're taking Cooks, Gallup, and Lamb versus St. Brown, Williamson, and uh, I don't know. Either uh, Khalif Raymond or uh, Raymond the other is the guy. guy that I always think of. But uh, Oh, God. Who's the, who's the other guy that only catches fucking touchdowns? Can't even remember his name. But, but regardless, I'm, which, I'm taking which, the Cowboys wide receivers. Uh, God, St. Brown's so good. Yeah, I mean, but he's really there. There's too. there's one St. Brown, and and Williams. I don't know, man. I you know I I've been waiting for him to come around. He's had plenty of time. You know, they just and, don't throw him the ball. He only gets three targets a game. Well, I mean, there's a reason for it. No, maybe I. I, Josh Reynolds. Just, Josh Reynolds is the one that we were thinking. Not Josh Reynolds. Reynolds I, yes, I, I said yes. Raymond. I'm thinking of Reynolds. Um, it was Ka- just Khalif Raymond is is their other fill in fill in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So, I mean, then you got Laporta versus Ferguson. I take Laporta. I take Laporta. I mean, I think it comes I, down to being rather even. I take Prescott over Goff. I take. Cowboys wide receivers over the Lions, and then I think I take Dallas's defense over Detroit. So based on all I would, of those, I, which I'm we could, probably which we could pick break the down too. Uh, there's there's specific, yeah, yeah. I I still I maybe I just believe that that uh uh what's the fucking word. The urgency or the motivation to win, I think, is greater on the Detroit side than I think talent. Like talent-wise, maybe Dallas has an edge, but I think that the will to win is more on Detroit side. Oh, I'm fine. I don't get into all those intangibles to that to that extent. I, you know, the will to win. Uh, I mean. What is that? You know, I have a great will to win, and I would lose every single day. What What do you mean? Like momentum? Like I, you know, it's another. It's just another word for momentum. I think Detroit has a better. I think they're they, more on the up and up. If they If they had momentum, or if they had some kind of fire and need to win, they're not losing that Thursday game, home game, Turkey Day, their staple. Eight and two, first time since I, you know, whatever they threw everything out. I, you know, random people. It was like George Washington was in fucking office. I, you know, there are eight million different crazy stats of of oh, last time lines were this good. I, and then they versus a division opponent who has kicked their tail in for a decade, who they smoked a month ago, right. month and a half ago, right? And then they came in there and they gave that game up, and they gave the game up in the first quarter. You know they have be- they have beaten Kansas City, they have beaten the Chargers, 
they have beaten. Well, who hasn't uh, beaten the fucking Chargers? Chargers stink. Um, yeah, I guess their wins aren't aren't a, aren't that good either. Both teams have just wins over pretty shitty opponents. Well, it's going to be tough for you to find a team in the NFL that has a ton of solid wins because the league this year, to Tom Brady, he must be listening to the Broken Helmet because he chimed in and decided to take uh, the stance that we've had for quite a while. I heard. That I the NFL is just not that goddamn good. And there's just a lot of shitty teams. So because there are so many shitbox teams, it's going to be tough to find a team that has solid wins because you're just playing so many bad teams this week. I mean, we'll go through the games this week, but I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's another stink fest. Patriots, Giants, who cares? Titans, Panthers, who cares? Steelers, Bengals, Bengals without their starting quarterback, who cares? Colts, Bucks, you know, Saints, Falcons. Saints, Falcons is a good game. That's going to be the, one of the ones that we talk about. Rams, Cardinals, ugh. You know, I mean, these, these games just make you throw up. You're like, you're stretching to find a game. At 1 o'clock, you got two games to watch. And uh, there'll be the two of our three that we talk about. Jags, Texans, Saints, Falcons. At 4 o'clock, you, you've got the big one. Eagles, Bills. I mean, I guess Broncos, Browns is okay, too, because those two teams are still within, you know, shooting distance. Dallas and Detroit have, yeah, Dallas and Detroit have still have a long ways to go to even compare to a Philadelphia or a San Francisco. It's just they're uncomparable. Those are the only two solid teams in the NFC. Right, and to the point that we've said, I think over the past couple of weeks, I, the top teams are so far and above everybody else. Yeah. Like, there's no parity. Yeah. I'm sorry, there's no parity this year. You might get a stupid win here and there in the playoffs, but you compare these teams, and it's a joke. Like, this year is just a complete and utter farce in terms of uh, equality or however you want to say it, right? Parity is the one word, but, I mean, it's just not, it's not really a solid competitive league this year. You know, I mean, look at Buffalo, right? Like, Buffalo is still probably one of the better teams, and they're six and five. I know. They well, they are. They're top. They're top four. They're just not. If they get their shit together, they're, they're not playing like it. <laughs> Sorry, they're not right now. No, they, I mean, look, they're six and five, and they're they're one they're one loss out of the the seventh playoff spot. So it's it's not like they're you know. No, they're not dead in the water. But I'm just saying they're not a strong team. Uh no no they are a strong team they're not playing that well right now yeah I, I mean you know you want to go through the the last games here like okay fine you demolish the Jets and then the games before that it's a loss home to Denver they dem- and a loss yeah, at bad. Cincinnati at the time Burrow was still playing you know they eked out a win at home versus Tampa Bay and they lost to New England week before that. You know, you're looking at a team that is three and two or two and three over their past five, with losses to the Patriots. And take and the take away no, the, the take away the loss, take away the loss to Jacksonville and England. That's that's I don't even count that game. 
without without that, they're six and four. And yeah, but you want to talk about night. shitbox wins? Vegas, Washington, Giants. Yeah, but they do have wins over the number one team in the AFC, Miami. They got the Miami win. And yep, and they have a win over. It's the Miami. That's win. it. That's it. It's the Miami yep. win. So anyway, but but you know that's that's Buffalo and Buffalo still you know way better than the Jets, way better than New England, uh, probably way better than Cincinnati at this point, way better than Tennessee. I, you know, are they way better than Indianapolis? I mean, a couple of weeks we, ago I would have we said don't, yes. We don't know yet. You know, Minshew's still we a big question yet. mark. But anyway, again, we're just talking about you know the lot. I mean, of- they're better than Pittsburgh. Right, well, because Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's ahead of them, saddled by fucking Kenny Pickett. But I mean, if you had any kind of functional quarterback in Pittsburgh, I would say Pittsburgh's better than Buffalo right now. Oh my god, they're they're yeah 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 I agree with that. But they're better than Pittsburgh. They're definitely better than the Houston Texans. They're definitely better. All around than the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are seven and three because their defense is historic at this point. Like you said, um, I don't. I'm not convinced Jacksonville's that I mean, good. I, I, Cleveland, Cleveland's defense, I don't think is historic. I mean, I, that's what everybody's talking about right now. But I, again, you know, maybe Miles Garrett is having a historic season because his play is just off the fucking charts. But I, Cleveland almost lost that game to Pittsburgh, and that was. <laughs> it was with Kenny Pickett just trying to lose the game. Yeah, yeah. Jacksonville's another Jacksonville's another team that doesn't have a win over over a, a, an opponent that's over five hundred. No, I other don't. than and, the Buffalo, other than the Buffalo game, right? And to circle back to to Dallas and Detroit, that's why it's just impossible to find teams with good records. Have been like, oh yeah, they're not only do they have good records, but they also beat up on good teams. It's like, you know, Cleveland Cleveland beat Cincinnati when they were good. Cleveland beat San Francisco when they were good. Oh, well, well, they are good. Yes, Cleveland uh, has solid wins. Cleveland beat Baltimore. Cleveland, yeah, that's a whole different team now, though. Without Deshaun Watson, I who are you going to? Whatever. But that's neither here nor there. I, I, you know, I don't believe Baltimore is the best. I don't believe Baltimore's. As good as their record shows, I think Miami is. I'm not a. I'm not I a fan Ma- of. I'm not a fan of either of those two teams. What Miami either? No, I'm not a fan of Miami. Oh, I, wow. I, I I think I think Tua is a better version of Goff. You know, I mean, if if it wasn't for the fact that he had Tyreek Hill and I guess to an extent Waddle, you know, what what would Tua be? You know, you take Tua and you put him on a. I don't know. In, insert crapo team here who just like I, I has guess you, middle but you talent. can't. Right, but you can't say that yet. You don't know that yet. Uh, no, we I, didn't I know. Don't we but didn't that's know my how opinion. Good, I mean, I'm not. We I'm didn't not know sure how good Patrick. Correct. We didn't know how good Patrick Mahomes was until he lost players, and he was still that good. Yeah, like this like year, a Tyree kid. because he's got no wide receivers this year. Right. Well, even last year. Yeah, yeah, no, no, true, true that. But um, I, you know, you, you know, want... they they lost arguably the best wide receiver statistically, I guess speaking, uh, in the in the NFL, and they still won a Super Bowl. Like that's a, a, a fucking cert. 
Like you would never think that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they had enough talent. Like Kelsey is a Kelsey is a one of sorts. You know, I mean, they they had Tony pull out. You know, not a game for the ages, but a, a game for his year. It was probably the best game he played all goddamn year. Tony, by the way, out. No, but again I mean, like week. name name another. Yeah, I know. Um, name another, and and this is a very hard question. Like it, you would really need to do research, but name another team that lost the number one receiver in the NFL in that receiver's prime, not at the end of his prime, in his prime, lost them, and then went on the next year to win the Super Bowl. That's a, that's absurd. Yeah. Well. And and again, I think we t- we talked about this last week. Was that was why they grabbed Tony? I think the Tony grab was okay. Hills out. We're just going to grab Tony. It's the same player. He runs fast. He, you know, he, you know, it's got all kinds of crazy moves and athletic ability, and we'll be able to take one out and put the other one in. And it didn't work out that way because you know Tony, you know, is just a goddamn injury case. Fucking guy never plays. So uh, and I don't think he's really that good either. Um, but they'll, dro- they'll drop him. Yeah, I mean, they they just haven't found anybody to fill in that role. And to be completely honest, that falls on the front office. Uh, You know, it's been two years now, right? I mean, Hill's been out of here for two years, and they haven't been able to find anything. And you're seeing it show up, especially last week's game. You want to talk about teams that have a good win? The team that beat Kansas City last week, the Philadelphia Eagles, have a bunch of good wins. Kansas City, Dallas, Miami, all on their win list. And then they have shit like everybody else. They're really good. You know, Philly's really good. Philly's really good, right? I mean, the loss versus the Jets is like comical at this point. But uh, don't don't take away too much credit from the Jets. They, the Jets oh. that was well, I mean, you can't take away that win from them. They that they that was a fucking nor the Buffalo win in the first week of the season, which was ridiculous. But they, uh, you I know, mean, the, the the Jets are god awful because they did not plan well. Well, it. it they didn't plan for losing Rodgers at all, much less the first week of the season, right? And this much was much less the first drive of the season. First, yeah, first fourteen. And this was uh, this was actually where I was going to go, and I, we'll just do this for five minutes, and then we'll get into the games and get out of here. But I went to the OL, and I was having a couple of beers with uh, Bilo, uh, a friend of ours from uh, around the area, and Bilo is an aficionado. On backup quarterbacks. And when I say that, I'm not joking. This fucking kid knows every single backup quarterback, all the way down to, like, practice squad quarterbacks. Where they came from, their journey to and from rosters. And we were going back and forth. And this is an argument that I've had for him for a couple of years. But he is of the opinion that there are probably a ton of good quarterbacks out there that might be able to play but simply never get the shot. Because talent evaluation of the quarterback position at the pro level is so iffy. With the exception of, you know, surefire hits that, you know, they get drafted in the first round, they immediately get the, the PT, and then they show you that they're good. Or they don't, and they bomb out, right? Jamarcus Russell. So, but the Brock Purdy's of the world, who were the last person picked and probably never get a chance to play, you never know about those guys. And so then Tim Boyle comes around on the Friday, the first Black Friday game, and he gets up there for the Jets, and he's worse than Zach Wilson. 
And so here's my question to you. This is where I was going with this. Do you think that in the end, good quarterbacks are simply missed because they just don't get the PT? No, I think yes, for sure. But I, I do you I, really? But that comes. With, I don't. That comes with an. That comes with an asterisk. That is the the talent over the ability to play. Right there's there, uh, there's a big difference between talent and the ability to play in the NFL. Like a Brock Purdy is good. He's not amazing. He's not like setting records. No, like but I an think Andrew. he's a pretty good quarterback. He's he's like so Tom He's like Tom Brady. He's just like Tom Brady. Well, he, he happens to be in a good system with a lot of talent, so that helps out. So so was Tom Brady. Oh, uh, Brady. I don't I mean, he didn't I don't think he had talent like San Francisco did at any point. Right? I mean, even when he had like a good running back, Corey Dillon was a good running back in the beginning of his career. But I you know, did he have the only time he had a but you stud just said, offense? You just said system. Like like we think of, and this is the argument I made to you before the season began, was that I don't care who you plug in San Francisco's system, they're fine, right? They're fine. The difference between Purdy well, Trey Lance and would argue. Br- Trey, Trey Lance would argue with you on that one. Well, that's because Trey Lance tried to be uh, the next uh, Deshaun Watson or uh, uh, well, uh, <laughs> whatever he tried. He was terrible at all of it. So, but I, yeah, I, I, I don't even know. Trey, I, Trey Lance isn't even playing. Yeah, well, he got traded, right? So now he's over in Dallas. But uh, regardless, I, I don't want to get too far from it. I, I'm just wonder. I'm asking you: Do you think that there's talent for that sure? Just doesn't get PT, and if they did, they would be good. I think they'd be good. I they might be more talented. This is what I was saying with the asterisks. I don't. They they might not be able to manage an NFL game. Uh, compared to their talent or the people that are ahead of them. So there's some people that are just straight up head cases and just can't put it together, but their talent far out, out outweighs, you know, yeah, their inability to play. I just, I think that, I, I think that the NFL system is very efficient in the sense that quality quarterbacking talent eventually gets found. And so, sure. yeah, sure. Purdy... It was a rookie. He was last man drafted, and he just happened to get in there. But if he was good in practice, I think he would have stayed along as the third stringer or the practice guy and would eventually like made his way up because you would have seen, as we did, that Trey Lance stinks. And so Trey Lance goes, you know, the way of the dodo, and out he goes. And then, you know, you got Garoppolo there. Okay, fine. But, yeah, I mean, Garoppolo was, you know, toward... The, he is toward the end of his career, and he was limited when he was the starter. So, by virtue of him playing good in practices and them seeing talent, he stays on to be the third, then he's the second, then he's the first, etc. And I did think they that, ever they they never won, right? They didn't win a Super Bowl with him, did they? With who? With Garoppolo? No, they lost in the they lost in the Super Bowl to Kansas City when. They should have won, but yeah, I remember. Garoppolo uh, he, underthrew. What's his name? Dropped the pass. He underthrew Goodwin. Sanders. Oh, Manuel Sanders. Yeah, yeah. It, it was Manny Sanders, right? It wasn't Marquise Goodwin. It was Sanders. He underthrew him. He was yeah. wide open. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, and that would have that would have been the win for them. So, but I think that that same process probably applies to all the thirty-two member teams. That you know, there are third-string quarterbacks and second-string quarterbacks, and like there were names that Bilo and I brought up, like like Davis Webb from New York. He went from New York to New York, back to New York. I think he went somewhere else, and it was like, yeah, he stuck around long enough, and he just he still never got a crack. You know, and that could be applied, you know, across the board to all these backup guys. And then there's just backup guys that stay forever because they can carry a clipboard and I guess just get thrown in there. And, you know, I mean, there have been those guys, too. But. Well, they get paid millions just I, to I mean, for sure. carry a For sure. They don't give a, they don't give a fuck, man. They'll do that for 10, 10, 12 years. And then they'll be 33. They'll be multimillionaires. And they probably have a job on the side because they're not playing football. Right, and I, but unfortunately, there's teams like the Jets that couldn't find anybody capable like that, and so they were stuck with Zach Wilson, and now they're going. That's to not Boyle. true. I I don't think they can't. I think I think that guy Robert Sala has he he kind of controls what's going on. I think he has full full control and. For some reason, I think that's him, man. Well, I don't. I don't think that's this the, was this the was organization. A, no, I mean for sure because think about it this way: every NFL team is in the same boat. Whereas if we lose our starting quarterback, our chances of winning a Super Bowl probably get cut way more than fifty percent. Right? I mean, I, I it's got to sure. be more than fifty percent. Um, you know, obviously theoretically, but you know, some teams more than others. So. Whatever that drops to is based upon your backup quarterback. So we've got to get something that gives us at least a chance to win. And I just think quarterback play right now is so bad that there's no teams that really could survive that. And you've seen it here time and time again this year because there's been so many people that have been injured. And so yeah. I, I think the Jets' fault in my in, in my mind is that they've seen Zach Wilson, as has everybody else, play for a couple of years, and he's terrible. And they thought that somehow, I guess, bringing in, uh, what do you call it? Aaron Rodgers was going to somehow improve him because he was going to learn under his expert tutelage. And it, it amounted to nothing. Right? So, you know, I don't know. I, I just, it was... Zach Wilson doesn't. He doesn't have a chance to have another job in the NFL. No, I, I don't. If I was another team, I don't even think I would sign him. I, I think even like Sam Darnold has a better trajectory to get a start in the NFL again than does Zach Wilson. Right for sure. Darnold's what's the, what's the guy? Right. What's the guy's name that wound up signing with the 49ers and started a game in the playoffs? For them, uh, what are you talking about? Last year, when they when they lost their their quarterback, when they lost Purdy, they had to. Uh, no, Purdy bring played. In... Purdy played in the. Oh, hold on. Um, because Purdy tore his UCL, right? And so they were talking yeah. about they were going to sign Matt Ryan or somebody to play in the in the Super Bowl. Had they made it there, right? Um, no, maybe it wasn't them. Somebody brought in a quarterback. I thought Brock Purdy got hurt in that game. Now, I don't know who came yeah, in for he him. He did, because then that game. McCaffrey, nobody did. 
that game was just one year ago, and I can't fucking remember. That's fucking that's sad. Um, no, didn't didn't the their backup get a, a concussion in the game? I don't I don't remember that. I don't remember the context of the game at all. Because then Mike McCaffrey was playing quarterback. Were they doing wildcat? I can't even remember. And then after halftime, Purdy came back but couldn't throw the ball. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, to your point, I don't know who that backup Johnson, was. Jack Johnson, John Johnson. Oh, Josh Johnson. The, Josh Johnson. Yeah, that's he's it. the guy that's that he's been around forever. He's probably in the NFL right now. I mean, he's been. Yes, he, he's that, been. He, they just. Keep I think he went to the XFL, like the USFL. Game. He's played in every league possible. I, I imagine he's got to be somewhere this year. Thirty-seven guy, years old. Right, that's a guy who plays football the Curry right team, way. Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, like he—he's good enough to travel from. Like teams will fucking keep him around because of like worst case emergency scenario. Right, it it won't be an auto loss, right? It's kind of like Tyrod right. Taylor. Tyrod Taylor is your correct. Tyrod Taylor's actually, I would, I would love to have him as a backup. He's just, he's just very injury prone too. Yeah, but and, and see, but those guys don't work on the teams that they're on, right? Like, you know, Tyrod Taylor being on the Giants doesn't work because you know Tyrod Taylor on the on the Ravens would work, right? Or uh, which I yeah, think he might have been was on, his, right? Was right, Tyrod Taylor on on the Ravens a couple of years ago? I no, the other guy was, uh, or he might even still be there behind Lamar uh, Tyson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of. Oh my god. Anyway, I uh, we go on fucking forever about these backup quarterbacks. Well, Tyrod Taylor was on the Bills. Then then he got his lung punctured on the Chargers. On the Chargers, right? And and that went to Herbert. Was that Herbert's rookie year? Yeah, that was that was the, yeah. It was that was the before the first game of the year. And then Herbert won the job after that first game. Yeah, but I, overall, I mean, the point was is that there, I just there aren't that many backup quarterbacks that you can suffer a loss at your premier quarterback. And if there was uncovered talent, I just think it would be found because nobody wants to be in that situation of losing your entire Super Bowl chance because you lost your your starting quarterback. And, and there just isn't that much quarterback talent. And I, I just don't think it's missed. I just don't think it's there. But, I, I mean, in, in, to Bilo's point, and I think you probably agree with it, to hearing what you said, you'll never really know that, right? Because unless the person gets the chance to play, how would you ever know? <laughs> right? You know? You, you, yeah, you won't. Yeah, like Trent, won't. Trent Green doesn't come down, doesn't go down with a knee injury. Kurt Warner never plays. Right? It's It's the same... It's the exact same argument that we have with, like, the the overall talent of because this goes this goes far beyond your conversation of will there be the greatest NFL quarterbacks that we just never see because some of them might choose to play baseball over football but they're actually really good at football too. Or they choose to play basketball over baseball, and you'll never know how good they would have been at baseball. Right. It's it, like the it, same. It's it's the same argument why why U.S. soccer is is not as good as European soccer. Well, that's because all of the talent anybody who's somewhere athletic else. Does, 
they don't play soccer. They right. play basketball or baseball or football, you know, like they play something else that's more popular in the States. Right. Well, that's like the legend of the, the basketball players that are, that are better than Michael Jordan that just never made it to the pros for that. Just right. The kids that, right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the guys that that stay on the the streets. Yeah. Like blacktop legends and all that kind of stuff. And and guys that, you know, they, they talk about and, Oh, you know, this guy, you know, he's better than Jordan. He just never made it for whatever reason. Right. So, um, but all right. Anyway, um, we'll skip first down with your stats. I gave that on Thursday show. So go listen to that. If you're interested, uh, again, it's been a, a, a ton of uh, unders this year, although uh, on Thursday we saw three overs to one under. Um, and dog wins is is kind of the other trend. 75% of the dogs that have covered have outright won, and we had one dog that won, and guess what? They covered. So, uh, But anyway, we'll go into second down. We'll talk about our top three games and then run down the slate. So let's rock and roll. Second down. And so we will head out. To Houston, Texas for our first game. This one's going to be a one o'clocker. The Jacksonville Jaguars are in town. They're going to be a road favorite. I was kind of surprised at this. Granted, the Jag- Jaguars have a good record. But Texan is everybody's little darling child. And the Texans are now going to be a home dog. Jacksonville favored by one and a half. Currently, 47 and a half is the over-under. This is a trifecta game. Everybody picking the Texans heavy on the money pool as it is 87% in favor of Houston and 73% of the tickets are on the Texans. So with all of that said, are you going to back C.J. Stroud here? Are you of the opinion that Jacksonville has proven once again that they're really just not that great? Or, you know, are the Texans not that great and they just happen to be you know, firing on all cylinders right when they need it at any given time because they've had a couple of stink games too. But yeah, I I don't think that they're necessarily like you know world beaters, but I also don't believe in the Jaguars. So I'm going to go with CJ Shroud and uh, the Texans. Yeah, well, I, you know, they did beat Cincinnati two weeks ago, that being the Texans, 30-27. Thirty That was a big win for them. Uh, other wins this year, they beat Jacksonville earlier in the year. That was on the road. That was 37-17. That was like a, a, not a not a good game. That was when every, Jacksonville earlier in the year, I think they had lost two straight, right? Then they lose to Kansas City. Then they got blown out by Jacksonville. Um, I don't remember offhand, but I think it went something like that. Uh, they did beat Pitt- Pittsburgh, so they probably have better wins than Jacksonville, um, if you want to compare, because Jacksonville right now. Oh, yeah. I don't think Jacksonville yeah. has really – they that one Buffalo game, and that was overseas, right? So yeah. other than that, uh, you know, Tennessee, Duty, Pittsburgh – uh, it was on the road, so you know, give him a little bit of credit. New Orleans on the road, but New Orleans, I haven't figured out what to do with that team. Um, Indianapolis, Buffalo, Atlanta were all the wins, and then Indian on week one. So they got two wins versus Indianapolis. Who cares? Buffalo was, I, I would say that was a big win, but that was on the road. So, you know, I don't know. They probably have the equal amount of games. Uh, you know, Stroud has obviously lit it up. Stroud or... Or uh, Lawrence, which one are you taking? Stroud. Draft is tomorrow. No, Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. I'm not sure. Stroud looks really good. I don't Does think Stroud run. 
I don't even know. No, I he's even more like a pocket passer, run? dude. No, he's like a pocket passer. He just wants to throw the ball downfield. You know, bounces around. They have a solid line, right? They got they kept Tunsil in there. And he just kind of bounced around and then just rifles the ball downfield. Now, he's had a couple stink games, too. Um, but, you know, he just, he'll throw, throw the ball. I, I just, I don't think we've ever seen that same kind of performance out of Lawrence yet. Granted, he had one terrible so, year with Urban Meyer, but. Has Stroud, Stroud started every game this year, right? Yeah. So, how many? Take a guess. How many touchdowns do you think he has? Touchdown passes. Oh, I looked There's, at this the other. I looked at this the other day. Stroud's got a, a ton. Oh. What? How much do you think he has? How many, it's there we're seventeen. We're twelve games in. Yeah, I know. Well, I, if you're going to go him versus Lawrence, I know Lawrence is really low. It's like eleven touchdowns to six interceptions or something. It's really kind of pathetic. It's pretty pathetic what Lawrence has, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just know it because I was looking at it. And I actually think I was looking at it yesterday for that Jets game with Bilo because we were going through these quarterbacks and we were trying to compare them. And I think that's why it's fresh in my mind. So, but yeah, Stroud, so, Stroud blows him out of the water. What do you think Stroud has? Uh, I, maybe 18 to 20. Yeah, 17. Okay. You'd think he would have more after all those bombs that he's thrown. Um, yeah. Well, but but like I said, he's had a couple of stink games where it was like he yeah. really he's, like yeah, had rookie really numbers, just and, garbage. Yeah. And Lawrence. But like, speaking of, but speaking of quarterbacks, real quick, did you see the Instagram that I sent you about Tom Brady? Uh, what about it? Oh, yes, about Tom Brady. They were talking about it on the Levitard show. It was uh, Stugatz and Levitard, right? Uh, it might have been, yeah. And it was, it how, been. It was how that Tom Brady never played a game when he was out of playoff a contention. A snap. Never took a snap. Well, a snap again. In his entire time. career. When his team, team was not in playoff contention. It's fucking insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, not not one. And that's a whole another story about you know how bad is Belichick looking now with the lack of results he's had without Brady. But again, a podcast for a different time. Um, back to the Jaguars Texans here. So, who are you going to end up taking here? The Texans. I'll yeah. Take so am I. Uh, I'm 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 with you, uh, you know, and I I hate that because uh, you know the trifecta kind of scares me, especially when everybody's pounding it that way, uh, because those have a tendency to to go south. But uh, here, I just don't have you know faith in the Jaguars. I'm surprised that Jaguars are favored here on the road too, but you know I got to I got to see a little something out of the Jaguars. This will be a good win for the Jaguars, I think. Yeah, this if they beat Houston at Houston. The way that 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 their defense has been playing, and the way that their surging offense is coming together, I'd be, I really would be shocked if Jacksonville won that game. Yeah, as would I. So, Eggy brothers both on Houston, and we'll hop in the jet and fly from Houston down to, or I guess across to Atlanta, as the Falcons are going to be hosting the Saints. Saints, another road favorite here, favored by one and a half points. 41 and a half is the over under. This is another trifecta game. 
85% of the money pool is on Atlanta. So another game where you're seeing big money tossed onto the home dog. So why are we talking about Saints-Falcons? Because these two teams are competing for the NFC South, if you can believe it or not. They're like within firing distance of each other. And Saints right now, I think, are, uh, well, they're 4-4, four of four, right? They're, they're the fourth conference win, uh, division winner. So they're in there as a shoo-in. And so the Falcons can overcome and take. I mean, hell, the Bucks are still in this thing. I mean, it, it, the NFC South is so shitty. It's crazy. But the Saints have the lead right now. They're going in to face Atlanta. Atlanta can't figure out what they want to be. They draft B. John Robinson. They don't know how to use him or don't want to use him that way. They go from Ritter to Heineke, back to Ritter. Heineke's hurt, too. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Every time I bet on either one of these teams, they, they it blows up in my face. I, I don't know why. I don't know why Arthur Smith doesn't want to use Bijan. I, 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 I can't figure it out. He doesn't. He just, I, it just doesn't. And you hear about it if, if you follow, if you. If you have any friend or you yourself have him in fantasy, you've heard about it because it is the number one talked about fantasy story this year is uh, what has happened to B. John Robinson and his lack of usage. So, I mean, that that's the one thing I hear about more than anything else. If I was Bijan, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, I would too, but what are you going to do? You know? I it, the the team I the team decides it. You know, you just got to sit there and yeah. run the ball when they hand it to you, and you know, hope that you get more PT. But it's just I I thought the team was kind of built around running the ball, and that's why they got him and heavy utilization, and you just haven't seen it. So they use what's his name J- Algier, and then they mix in like Corderell Patterson. It's just a fucked up system. Yeah, I I don't like it at all. But then you look at you look at New Orleans and. You know, New Orleans is now out Mike Thomas. He's got a, what, was it knee or something? He's IR or out for the year, one of the two. His career is over, man. Uh, so, you know, he never really came back from that big monster, that monster season. But uh, I don't know. I, I just, I can't figure out the Saints for the life of me. I haven't been able to figure out the Falcons for the life of me. So here I am at this game. You know, I think I side here with the Saints for the fact that their defense is probably the best of all four sides here, right? And so if the Falcons' offense gets jammed up by the Saints' defense, which is the best of the of the four sides, then the Saints' offense just has to be functional enough to score more points, right? That's how you win a game. Um, and, you know, you've had Kamara, who's performed well, um, the offense on a whole hasn't, but I think you have enough life here for the Saints to win this. And at, at, at points right of one and a half, I mean, it's just got to be a field goal. I'm going to take New Orleans I just because I, I don't like what Atlanta's doing with their team. If they had a quarterback, they, God, that team would be good. Yeah, I, oddly enough, the, the two teams are back-to-back right behind each other uh, in yards per game, total, that is. Um, and then if you want to go points-wise, uh, the, the Saints are about three points better than the Falcons in that regard. So, you know, similar defenses in yeah, just straight-up corny stats. Uh, I don't have DVOA and the rest of it in front of me. 
uh, you know, maybe next year uh, I'll, I'll invest in that one because I really do like DVOA. It tells you a lot more than any of this. But going by straight strats or stats of points and yardage, they're they're similar. Saints are better on the point side. Um, but I think I'm with you. I think it's, it's the Saints here, um, you know, to, to win this game. But, again, the, that's why this season has been so tough to pick. You know, there's not, with the exception of the Chiefs-Ravens game, there's not a game that's past three and a half points for this entire slate, one, four, and then the night games. Well, that's because the the bigger spreads were like on the yeah they they were all on on Thursday or whatever but still I mean that's a, that's yeah. a pretty big stretch to have nothing more than three and a half points outside of the Chiefs and the Raiders right so all right well that wraps up game two game three is going to see us Vamos to Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Bills Eagles red hot white hot wait, wait, which one's stronger white hot right that's what the Heat said white stay white, white. hot. Or as the uh, who's the owner of the Heat again, uh, Carnival Cruise Line guy. Uh, I don't know. I it, does it? Does Pat Riley still run that team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's there until it, he's there and probably until he dies. But who's the owner of the Heat? Mickey Harrison. Uh, right, it, it, the Carnival. Mickey Loomis. No, no Heat owner. Anyway, he was on there, and uh, who, let's see, Heat owner Mickey Harrison. Yeah. He was up there at one of the one of the rallies, and he was like, "Stay white, stay hot," and and Levitard show played it all the time, just uh, playing funny. it over again. Stay white, stay white, <laughs> stay, stay white, hot, stay hot. So anyway, uh, but anyway, yeah, Eagles, red, white, whichever way you want to say it, they're hot, and they're three point favorites over the Bills, who are really battling. We talked about that earlier. Forty eight and a half is the over under. The sharps are going to come in on Philadelphia here while the tickets and the money are in on the bills heavier on the money as 79% of the money pool is coming in with Buffalo here. So uh, I'm just going to say it outright. I have no faith in the bills here. They have shown me nothing. Their defense looks more or less kind of broken without uh, Milano and White back there. I I don't know what's going on with their offense either. The Eagles, meanwhile, just beat the Chiefs, you know, in a come-from-behind game on the road. You know, give me the Eagles, and I'm not even going to think about it anymore. Just give me the Eagles. That's it. They're the best team in football right now. I'm just going to keep betting the Bills. You got to explain it here. Because you've been betting the Bills, and they haven't come in for you. And here they're going up against, I, I would say, the hottest team in the NFL, one loss, which, I, you know, is, is kind of fluky. And they just beat the Chiefs, who probably are the second best team in the, in the league. And then you got the Bills, who have been struggling left and white. And you're, you know, at three points, do you think they're going to win? I think this is like a sucker's bet. This is like one of those Vegas things. Like, this this shouldn't be a three and a half point spread. It probably should, should probably be like a six and a half point spread. But, Buffalo's down three defensive backs. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with you. I, I I thought this was my best bet of the week. So uh, because I thought the three points was kind of a joke. No way, Forty ers was the best bet of the week. Or, oh or no, I, I I didn't consider any of the Thursday the Thursday of the Friday game. Uh, yes, but Forty ers were but, but of my teams. They were reality. Forty ers are the Cowboys. Either one. 
was like a, Cowboys was, was like a, a little lot. too much. I, I got a little scared of the cow- Commanders that they could do that streaky bullshit where Howell throws, you know. But the 49ers game I thought was going to be a, a snooze fest. Um, you know, it was 18 points was the differential there. You know, not the 35 that the Cowboys was. But uh, but anyway, back to the Eagles here. Yeah, I'm surprised it was only three points. So, and it sounds like... Yeah, I, I don't know. Three and a half, I, I'm, I'm thinking Josh Allen's just... I mean, he's going to go off. He's going to be a maniac, but... <laughs> okay. uh, he is. I mean, he, Josh Allen, they're, the Philadelphia's secondary is not It's not good. Their, no. their front is amazing. Is amazing. Yeah, I mean, their, their front is good. Is shit. Uh, Wills, I, I think the front would be enough. I, I just, again, they they haven't shown me a quality of football that's going to allow them to go in on the road to Philadelphia and win there. I just, yeah, sure, maybe Allen does his Superman routine and him and Diggs start, you know, fire, you know, connecting again and getting on the same page. But I, I think in this, it's going to be the defense because I think the Eagles, you know, Swift has looked so good. And it, it's actually, Swift has looked good enough that it makes you scratch your head at Detroit's moves of getting rid of him and then spending a first-round pick on Gibbs. Uh, right? He was in the first round. They picked Campbell and Gibbs. Uh, they both, yeah, they were both first round. Which brings me back to... Like, is it just that the training staff there sucks? Does Swift just not do good on on turf, maybe? I don't know. You know, yeah. I remember watching Swift during the year that they did Hard Knocks. And who's their running back coach? Do Staley or... It's like Do I don't St- remember. It's Do Staley or something. It was one of those guys from the late 90s. Um I thought it might have been Deuce Staley. Maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was uh, Deuce McAllister. I don't know, whoever it was. But was just riding him. And was just like, dude, d- like stay inside. Like they were kind of ripping him for not grinding, right? Like always trying to push it to the outside and, and you know, not taking the cheap way out. But, um, you know, they, they showcased it several times on the show. And, you know, and then he was banged up and he was hurt. And then you see him play in Philadelphia and it's like, this guy is just barreling all over the field. Like, he just looks crazy. Yeah. He could not. All we heard about when he was in Detroit was about how injured he was all the time. Yeah. And all he, the time. He runs with, like, reckless ab- uh, abandon in Philadelphia. Not as much as Isaiah Pacheco. No. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, well, if I hear one more person say that I, Isaiah Pacheco runs like he's mad at the grass, right? And I, I, I – don't remember what podcast I heard it from first, but I heard it on one podcast, and then I heard it on about ten the following two days. So, but yes, yeah, he doesn't run as angry as Pacheco, but he runs pretty fucking aggressive, man. Yeah, that's it's own. That's why I kept thinking. That's why I held on to Gainwell in almost every league all across the fucking fantasy football world because I I'm just waiting for him to take that one bad step and he's just been such a monster yeah and it, it hasn't happened so but anyway no. I all that put together I'm taking the Eagles you're gonna take the uh the, the get right game out of Josh Allen and the rest of the bills yeah okay. I am all right yes yes sir yes sir all right so be it so let's go down the rest of the docket Third down. Third down. 
And we will start with that Jaguars. Or, well, no, we talked about the Jaguars game after that. Patriots-Giants. This game in East Rutherford. Patriots favored on the road here by three and a half. Nobody given Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito, any kind of uh, respect here. Uh, this game is actually a trifecta game. There's quite a bit of money uh, on the Giants. Uh, along with all the other ones, it's trifecta in favor of New York. 33-and-a-half is the over-under. No points expected in this one. Who are you going to take here? New England. You're going to take New England. I'm going to take the Giants here. Um, I, you know, New England is the pick. I agree. Uh, this would be the Tommy DeVito versus possibly the greatest coach of all time or greatest defensive mind. But, I, you know, there's just too many question marks about the Patriots. Everything seems to be going sideways in New England. And uh, while I think that you probably have the better pick here, I just can't do it. I, I'm, I'm going to end up taking Davida and uh, the Giants there. So opposite ends there. Next game is going to be in Tennessee. Titans three and a half point favorites over the lowly Panthers. God, they made the wrong pick at first uh, for their for their first round quarterback in Bryce Young, and now they gave up this year's number one, which is going to Chicago. Chicago's just stepped in it. So kudos to Chicago for making that trade. Titans favored by three and a half, 36 Dude, and a half. Is- do you remember what the trade was? I have no clue. It was it was was it a couple ones or was it a one and a two? Or I know they have this year's one because every time you look at a draft chart, it's always like Chicago, Chicago. But yeah, it's Chicago, Chicago, right? I but I can't I you know, I never looked it up and I just keep saying to myself, Oh, I should look up how they got that second first round pick. I thought it was two ones, or maybe a one and a two, or maybe it was a, a swap of ones last year. Plus, I, I, you know, I can't remember offhand. But you know, yeah, next year's one is the one you know, that keeps staring everybody down the barrel because it looks like Chicago is going to get two high picks. So, as for the Titans game here, I, Titans three and a half. Give me, give me Tennessee. Yeah, I'll take Tennessee too. Yeah, there, but you know, Carolina no good. Steelers on the road in Cincinnati. Jake Browning for the Bengals. Currently Steelers, two-point favorites over Cincinnati. 36-and-a-half is the over-under. Again, trifecta game. The Titans game was a trifecta game for Tennessee. This game, also a trifecta game for the Steelers. So, who do you got here? Steelers or the Browning Bengals? I took the Bengals at home. The Uh, Bengals at home. I I thought about it. Yeah, It's not that I don't believe the Steelers. I actually wrote Steelers down and then Crossed it out, deleted it, and put in this. Put in the Bengals. This is a tough game. I, I really don't know who's going to win. I I'm just going to go with the home team on this. Yeah, no T Higgins, no uh, you know T Higgins gone at least for this game. Uh, also with obviously Joe Burrow. You know the Bengals. I, I mean not the Bengals. The Steelers fire Matt Canada, so they get rid of their offense coordinator. I don't know if they can rally behind that or not, but I, I don't know. It was kind of a coin flip. I kind of wanted to go your route with the Bengals, and I ultimately ended up taking the Steelers. So we're on opposite sides of that game as well. Uh, oh, I usually do whistle, but we'll fly. Why not? Over to Indianapolis. Colts hosting the Buccaneers. Colts favored here at home by 2.5. 45 is the over-under. This is a pros-Joes game. Pros are on Indianapolis. Joes are on Tampa Bay. I'm going to be on uh, Indy here. I'm going to be with the pros. Yeah, me too. I this is another game, man. He's, you're right. I mean, you said it. We've said it twice already. This, the the lineup this week is just not that good. It's not that intriguing. It's yeah for for fan for fantasy. It's like kind of tough matchups. 
I mean, that's what you get when you have teams that are like every matchup is almost like they are really even teams. Like they're they're all <laughs> I know, even, because they're so the matchups. They're so shitty that yeah. they're fucking even. It's like oh, it's Christ. it's, it's kind of crazy. Like this is week twelve. Think about what it's going to be next week when you have like, six teams on by and. A lot of those teams are are pretty good teams. Yeah, I know. Duty always sinks in the bowl. Well, not always, but um, that's what I'm going with here. So, uh, uh, if you have a lot of fiber, it kind of floats. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, uh, duty talk will be uh, the next week's podcast. So, with that said, we're going to go to the four o'clock games. We are going to head out to Denver Broncos hosting the Browns. Broncos favored by one and a half here. Thirty-seven is the over/under. A lot of low. Totals here also, as I just said, one, two, three, 30-point ones, and then here's the fourth. So Browns are the trifecta game here, not by a ton, but they do have all three stats on their side. Uh, I don't know. I What do you do here? Do you go with the Broncos, who have been kind of streaking, or do you go with the Browns because they've got the better defense? No, I went with the Browns with the better defense. I, I, I'd be shocked if Denver even gets a field goal. Uh, well, Denver's t- Denver's offense is better than Pittsburgh's was last week, right? I mean, I don't know. Pittsburgh barely got a, a fucking they, – they shouldn't have had a touchdown, and they barely got a fucking field well, goal. Well, don't sleep on Denver's defense either because I, I only know this because I saw Aaron Schatz's uh, Twitter account or X account – and he posted it. So Denver's Denver's DVOA defense over the past, I forget how many weeks, but it's like 10th in the league. Like they're they're streaking. It's like fifth. It's like fifth. Oh, okay. So it's better than what I said. So and we might have talked about that. Yeah, it's, but anyway. it's it's ex- it's extremely good since since that fucking debacle. In, yeah, in week I think two. he said because the first six weeks were that bad that you know everything they've done since you know hasn't been able to lift them up that much, but. Uh, or maybe they're only 10, even though they were five over the past six amount of weeks. But regardless, uh, I'm going to go with the Broncos here um, only because I I like their defense. They're at home. And, you know, the Browns really struggled to beat the, the Steelers last. I don't know if really struggled, but it wasn't as easy as you would think. And now they got to go on the road here against Denver. And Denver's kind of streaking now. So just give me Denver. Why not? I, I don't have them in my bets, so it doesn't really matter. Next game is going to be Cardinals hosting the Rams. we got another home dog here as Los Angeles. Cooper Cup is going to be playing this one, and the Rams are also going to take the two-and-a-half-point favorite going into the contest. 45-and-a-half is the point total. This game, there's no sharp lean, but tickets and the money, heavier on the money, is on Los Angeles. So uh, I'll go first. Uh, Give me the Cardinals here. Uh, You know, I like Los Angeles here and there, but... Again, I don't know. You know, Cooper Cup was kind of banged up. He's in this game. You know, I haven't been impressed with either team, but the Cardinals seem to have a little bit of oomph here ever since they got Kyler Murray back. Yeah, I I knew that you knew that was going to happen. You knew that they were going to at least show, you know, like something. Um, And I like... Arizona, but I like them more in a tease. I, I'm going to take the Rams with the points. All right, so you're on the opposite end. Wow, we're going to have a different different stats at the end of this week. That is for sure. So uh, we're opposite there as well. Chiefs Raiders this game at the Death Star. Shoot the Death Star. Uh, Raiders underdogs by nine points to Kansas City. 
Uh, over under 43 and a half points. The Sharps and a small piece of the tickets are going to be leaning toward Kansas City, while 83% of the money pool is going to be with your Raiders. So what do you do here? Is nine Idiots. points nine points too much? No. No, it's not too much. We're on opposite ends again. I think nine points is too much here. This is going to be the get-right game, and Kansas City scores like 40 points, but... You know, their offense just hasn't hasn't been strong enough for me to like say say nine points on the road. You know, not that the Raiders have been great, but I mean God, yeah, I gotta give them a puncher's chance here. Do you think they're just gonna tank Wait. at home? Bro. Dude, stop it. Like th- th- this is that's re- whatever you're get whatever we're talking about right now is a waste of time and energy. They are horrible. <laughs> the Raiders are the, are probably w- without a quarterback. That's kind of okay. That team may have talent, but man, are they bad? Well, they're not as bad as Giants. Giants are the worst team in football, so we're uh, at the bottom of the barrel. But I got you beat there. Uh, regardless, you don't like wait, the Raiders. But, but wait, did the Raiders beat the Giants? Uh, the Raiders beat the Giants. Did they play this year? I don't yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, they, they, they did. had I to. Think they sm- yeah, they crushed them. Isn't I that think. the game that? Isn't that the game that? No, 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 no. Uh, when did Jones blow out his knee? Did Jones blow out his knee in that game, or did Jones blow his knee out in the in the Dallas game? It was. I think it was the game before because because they the Raiders I think trampled the fucking Giants. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Now I can't remember how how it played out. But regardless, what does it matter? We're talking about Raiders-Giants here. Jesus Christ, nobody cares. Yeah, it's Jesus. Ravens-Chargers is going to be our Sunday night matchup. Ravens going to be favored on the road against the Los Angeles Chargers. Brandon Staley in his final year as head coach of the Chargers. 48 and a half is the over-under. Sharps and tickets on the Ravens. Money slightly on the Chargers. I'm going to take the Ravens. Give me Ravens in the three. Staley's going to get fired after this game. After this game, you think? Nah, they'll let him finish out the oh, season. Oh, yeah. They'll let him finish out the I season. I don't think so. Uh, I don't, you know. Not with that talent. It's so... I, I don't think quite yet. If he loses this one, maybe another game or two, and then they'll let somebody else on the staff finish it out. However, I no, mean, I take that back. Well, I, you might oh, be what? right. If they get blown out in this game, that might be it. Yeah, like, I mean, they're at home. It's it's like Sunday night football. It's, you know. Like 30 to 13, he's done. I would. Uh, 30 to 13, he might say, I think he would might have a chance to keep his job. If it's like 35 to 3, he's done. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Really? No. I think, I think you got like. Thirty-one ten. I, I think it's probably all she wrote. It's a twenty-one point lead. I guess there. Yeah, I guess you're right. Thirty-one ten is pretty bad. So you're going to go on the Ravens here. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. So we're both in on Ravens, and that leaves one game left, and that is going to be our Monday night matchup, which is going to feature the Minnesota Vikings hosting the Chicago Bears. In an NFC North battle. 
black and blue division. Vikings favored at home bum, bum, by bum, three. Bum, bum. 43 is the over-under. Sharps will be betting on the Vikings, while 64% of the tickets and 82% of the money are in on Chicago. Although, that game is on Monday night, so that's going to change a lot between now and then. Regardless, Vikings are kind of streaking. I like Dobbs. I thought about the Bears in this one because Justin Fields is just kind of this unknown factor right now. Sometimes when he plays really good, it looks like they could piece something together. And then other times I'm kind of like, I don't know. So I can't If they get the number one pick or Caleb Williams falls, they're going to, they'll get rid of fields. Yeah. I think, I think so long as they can get, I mean, right now it looks like they're guaranteed to get one. I, I think you would have to pick Williams and just show, uh, show fields a door. Well, they're not going to take they're not going to take Penix because they're not going to play that game again. No, but I I think. Look, who's going to get the number one pick if it's not Chicago? Because remember that that pick is the Panthers, and the Panthers are terrible, and the the Panthers are not going to win you know a ton of games going out here. Uh how many? Oh, the fucking Giants won last week. Yeah, terrible win. Horrific win. Oh, God. So, who you got here? Vikings or Bears? Uh, I, t- I took the Vikings. I'm, I'm you with took you. took the Vikings. Okay. So, we're both in on the Vikings there. So, let's get the fourth down here. Wrap it up with our bets. Fire away. And that didn't work because Dummy didn't have the pot up on the button. So, let's try it again, asshole. Fourth down. Fourth down. And away we go. So give me your best bet and your top five. By the way, last week, you weren't on the program on Thursday, but you went four and one. So congratulations. Golf clap for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I also, yeah, I won last week. I actually hit a teaser. I hit a money line parlay. I I did good. Yeah, I did not. Uh, Yep. Yeah, and I hit a fucking uh, anytime touchdown parlay, which was great. Did you hit that one? I didn't think that one came in. Not, yeah, not not that one. I hit a different oh, one. Oh, yeah, I was going to say Gibbs, Eckler, and Waddle. I don't think Waddle scored. No, I hit a different one. That that oh. paid. Yeah, uh, that one you hit. Good. Last week you hit Arizona, Pitt, Minnesota, Philadelphia, and a teaser. You hit the money line Detroit, Dallas, Philadelphia. And mm-hmm. I think that was yep. it. Yeah, yeah. There was a, another game. I I got screwed. I don't remember what it was. Well, give me your best bet um, in your super contest here. Fire away. So we're not including the games from Thursday. Uh, no, I did not. But I I did a okay. show and I gave it. So I mean, if you did include it here, because I I had the 49ers, but but uh, I'm no. Go ahead. No, 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 no. G- give me what you did because I didn't include them. But you know, if you did, I I didn't talk to you beforehand. So it's not fair if you had picked them that way. So just include the picks however you had them. You can include the Thursday games. I got well, I actually got two best bets, 49ers and KC. Uh you got two best bets. Okay. San Francisco and KC. All right. We'll see how that slides out. So who are your super contest picks? Uh Houston, Cleveland, Buffalo. Well, slow down, brother. Houston, Cleveland, Buffalo. Baltimore, Minnesota. 
Baltimore, and Minnesota. So my best bet was Philadelphia. So I'm going anti the Buffalo pick that you have there in your super contest. And then my super contest was that best bet of Philadelphia plus Houston. So we've got that one the same. Then I took Tennessee. I took Pittsburgh. And I took Baltimore. So we both have Baltimore there. So those were my five versus your five. I was one and four last week. So you were four and one. I was one and four. So I, I did not have a good day across the board. I and my bets, I kind, I, I think I, I didn't lose as much as I could have. The Kansas City game killed me. Kansas City game uh, could have done me right. So, but wasn't meant to be. And the other team that killed me was Washington. My best bet because that would have helped me out with one of my other uh, parlays, but or teasers. I talked to. Uh... I talked to uh, a family member of one of the the patients I'm dealing with and they were at the Kansas city game. I talked to him the next morning and man, were they upset? Yeah. I mean, I I would imagine so. I would imagine so. Golly. He was living, man. Yeah. Well, NFL fans are passionate. That is for sure. Uh, when it comes down to our wagering, I am passionate about winning, and I have not all year long. So it has been very difficult for me to continue on. But we plot ahead. Uh, I am actually, my bankroll's at 5,100, 5,120 to be exact. So um, let's see. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I'll go. All That's right. That's fine. I, w- I was just looking. <laughs> Florida State has another quarterback. They just got uh, – that other dude got knocked out. I just saw a ruling on the field is targeting, and I looked up. I saw some guy writhing on the, f- on the, on the ground. So I didn't see I, – I didn't see it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They're I just prob- They're I, probably not going to show it either because it's college football. Well, I mean, they may, they may not. Uh, they didn't show the Michigan – uh, I forgot his name. Uh, the Michigan guard, who's really good, he blew up his leg some way, shape, or form. I don't know if it was a broken tibia fibula or if it was a knee, but they said it was too gross and they weren't going to show it. So that's uh, the yeah, that was the Michigan lineman guy. That was the Michigan lineman. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot his name, but uh, I mean, sounds like it's really Dexter. Good. So oh. Dexter. Yeah, so that was the guy that I saw writhing on the ground. So did uh, so that gets targeting, and that's reviewed, upheld. That guy's out, and so did the kids stay in there, or now they're on the backup, or they no, they have a they have a, a third their third string quarterback now. Holy Christ! Who's probably who's probably going to be like some um up and Brock no. Glenn. Brock Glenn is uh, is who's going to be manning the last. It sounds three more like a, a fucking. Poor name than it does a football player. <laughs> oh, well. well. Here's the hoping that this guy is John Holmes where it counts, uh, you know. But and by the first pass there, not so much as he threw it directly so into much. a defensive end. So who are your bets going to be on here? Uh, yes. Uh, sorry, I was looking at another sheet here. Okay, so straight uh, for my straight bets, I'm going to do money line on uh, – Who's ever playing Denver? Cleveland. Holy sorry. Jesus. <laughs> That's a strong Cleveland. Bet. I don't know who I bet, but the Hun- team that's playing against Denver. Uh, yes. Cleveland, 100 to win 205. Gotcha. Then I have the spread on Kansas City, 100 to win 200 over Las Vegas. Sure. Then I have... 
money line parlays. I have two of them. First one is Indy, Houston, and Cincinnati, and that's a hundred to win seven hundred. Okay. And then I have. I can't get no odds this week because all the fucking games are yeah, so, they were close. so close. You can't get shit. This is the worst for money line weeks. Uh, I have my second one is the Bills and the Ravens, and that's a hundred to win four hundred. Okay, that was the only one I could, I could get with some odds. Then I did a teaser, hundred to win four hundred, and that's going to be Cleveland plus seven and a half. Yep, I looked at them as a tease. Arizona plus eight and a half. I am going to use Buffalo again, plus nine and a half. Yep. And I'm going to use Kansas City again and put them at two and a half. Yeah, KC I looked at as a tease down. There's no way Buffalo loses by 10 points. It's not going to happen. Oh, I don't know, man. I, I I looked at the Bills, and I looked at that nine, and I just shied away from it. Because I think if the Eagles win, they could blow them out. I, I think the Bills the Bills could win that game. I'm not arguing with you there. But I think if the Bills lose, it, it, I could easily see them just losing by, like, 14 points. Things just blowing up. Right? Being down by seven, you know, Allen pushes too hard, throws a pick, turns into more points. So, I mean, the teasers yep. that I did look this, like, that I liked, I liked the Texans, I liked the Giants, Texans by seven and a half, Giants by nine and a half. I liked the Cardinals, which you put in there. I liked the Raiders by 15 points. And I liked the opposite side of that, the Chiefs bringing that down to three points. Those were the ones that I, that I looked at. I ended up not doing a teaser at, at all this week, though. So yeah. did you do anything? I don't know. The... the teasers are tough. No, 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 that's it. Teasers are tough because. Well, the teasers you need you're... bigger spreads to bring down, right? Because right, you know, or, or... I don't like to cross the line. Yeah, so you know, it, it's kind of like the teasers end up being sucker bets of taking the bigger. But you know, it would have worked had you taken Dolphins, 49ers, Cowboys. It would have worked on Thursday, Friday, minus the Lions. You know, the Lions would have screwed you. You know. So, again, you could have parlayed all the winners. What would have paid you nicely was a parlay round robin with all of the teams. That would have paid you Cowboys, 49ers, Dolphins, 49ers, Cowboys, Dolphins. Right, and then the Lions, 49ers, and Lions, Dolphins would have lost, and Lions, Cowboys. Well, I hit all the the Thursday games, but I would have lost the. I mean, I would have hit a nice parlay if I had parlayed the three teams, but I would have lost the the Dolphins game because I had I took the Jets with the ten points. Right, right. Well, I, I was it, yeah, I took the Jets too, so I lost that one as well. But uh, anyway, uh, let's flip. Let me do my uh, picks here and then get out of here because it's pushing a little late uh, and I want to punch out here. So um, I actually, uh, you did not hear, I don't think. So I did put uh, two $50 bets on Thursday. I did all the favorites teased down. I did all the favorites as a parlay. Both of those ended up losing. Thank you, Detroit. And so this week, this is what I ended up doing. My first, my first 
game is going to, my first bet is going to be a two-team parlay. I'm going to call this the home faves. Give me Philadelphia minus three, Tennessee minus three and a half. Give me 150 to win 364 there. The next one is going to be my road faves. That's going to be Pittsburgh minus two and Baltimore minus three. Give me 100 for 361 there. And then my next one is going to be the dog win round robin. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take Houston, Giants, and Arizona, and I'm going to throw them all in a round robin. Straight up to win. Straight up to win. So I'm hoping that I get a couple of these teams to win. If all three win, that would be even better. Um, And so I did all three plus the three together. So I get Houston, the two team. Uh, the two-team games, and then the one three-team parlay. So, And I put uh, 50 across the board, so that was 200 total for all four different combinations. And then my final thing was I did a, a, a fail-safe. I did Philadelphia Moneyline, and I did that for 620 to pull in 1,002. So I do like Philadelphia. I like them to win. I like them to win at home. I like them to cover. And so, you know, should all these other things lose out, but that one hits, I, I think I cover my money. So that brings my measly bankroll down to 4000 Where were you at before you put the money on this week's game? $65.50. You were at $65.50. I was at $51.20. And so I'm down to 4000 with this. I, I, need to, I need to get a little something going. I mean, the year's gone for me. I'm going to end up in the red. Uh, maybe I can get high enough that I can hit that Micah Parsons, or maybe I, you know, I, I don't think it's going to happen. But uh, the Peterson, coach of the year. I wish I'd went with Ryan's. That was the other one I was looking at. D'Amico Ryan's. That probably would have been the better bet. But uh, maybe I can get up high enough and hit one of those things, and then I can you know maybe break even. But I doubt it. So anyway, uh, that's where we're at for this week. We will wrap it up there. All the best to you and yours for week 12. Uh, The wifey and I will be attending a game tomorrow in a box because we're ballers. And I'll tell you all about that. I know. I'll tell you all about that off air because it's even cooler than that. But I don't want to say any of that on air for who cares. There's only four people that listen, but I still don't want to say it. So. Uh, but anyway, hey, Chris, enjoy all the best to your family. Glad that you had a good Thanksgiving. And I will talk to you during the week, sir. You too. Adios. All right. See you, everybody. Peace.